0: me, you damn dirty ass. I've done studies, you know. 60% of the time, it works. time. Frankly, by here yeah, I don't give it. a damn.
1: As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. I drink
2: your milk, What right. we've got here is failure to communicate. I'm ready for my hey. close-up.
0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Cinefleck. I am your host, Ethan Colburn. Uh Clara is not with us for the week, but she will be back uh next week for a special episode fifty with uh Karsten. Karsten is coming back. Uh we're doing cats. I'm really, really excited to do that. I'm recording that in a couple of days. So that'll be really fun. Um in the meantime, we have uh Ratatouille this week and then Jurassic Park on the second half of the week. So it's a double it's a double week. Um, on Thursday we'll be doing Jurassic Park with, uh, my friend Nev and Ryan, who you may remember from Moonlight and Whiplash. So, uh, that'll be, that'll be really, really fun. Uh, I hope you guys end up checking that one out as well. Um, this week I have Sophie and Siegel on who you may remember from the Lawland La podcast. The Lawland La podcast was our highest played episode until, until I recorded one with Karsten, but, uh, you guys seem to really, really like that. And so they, they have great energy together. I figured it'd be fun to get them back together and talk about, um, one of their favorite movies and kind of do a Pixar double feature with, with up. So check out up also, if you haven't, uh, listened to that episode, I put that out last thursday uh i'm pairing this with a bordeaux so they just seem to drink a lot of wine in this movie uh it seemed appropriate to drink wine so and a french wine seems very appropriate so check uh i guess I guess I don't really have a recipe, but uh, check out my social media. I'm just gonna plug that anyway. At Cinefleck Pod on Instagram and at Cinefleck on Twitter. Thank you to my patrons: Jaden, Steven, Sydney, Zach, Isaac, and Griffin. There we go. Um, If you want to be a part of my Patreon, uh, check that out at Cinefleck. At uh, sorry, Patreon.com/slash Cinefleck. Without further ado, let me throw you into this week's episode I hope you enjoy. Sophie Siegel welcome to the podcast welcome Thank back you for having me back yeah welcome back. Is, Yeah,
2: thanks for having us it's back a big
0: honor this is a this is a big honor for me It's the reunion of our La, La Land episode and this is uh <laughs> discussing Siegel's other obsession Ratatouille it
1: is yeah yeah what I'm very
0: into this. I thought I thought Siegel was like more into this than you. Are you also very into Ratatouille?
2: I watched it before he did. How dare you? you Oh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No. Uh yeah, no, we we both we both really love this film. Um I guess we can get into it now, but um
0: (laughs) That's why um, we're here.
2: I know that's why we're here, but no, I guess we both bonded over this because we have like the same top three Pixar movies. And I is guess in a true? different order, yeah, in a different order, we have, it's Incredibles, Ratatouille, and Monsters, Inc. is our, our three.
1: But now, is that your order?
2: I may have moved Ratatouille up to number my,
1: one. Okay, yeah, so for me, it's <laughs> Ratatouille, Incredibles, and then Monsters, Inc.
2: Yeah, so that's um, the order I have now.
1: And just for fun, I, I for me personally, I think Soul might even be my number four now.
0: Soul's, yeah, Soul's up there. Soul's so good. Yeah, I think yeah, Up it's, is it's, my number
2: four. Up is fantastic. I, mm, I, I love Up. I
0: really think that
1: if Luca, uh, the upcoming one, is um, is 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 very good, I think it will kind of signify a, a new coming golden age. I hope they're, they're really back in
0: form. Soul is so good. It's like Soul is so good. So good. It's crazy. Yeah. And it's better um, the second time. I can rewatch it. I've only seen it once, but I, I gave it. I, I gave it a five. It out Personally,
1: of five. it was better the second time uh, because Ooh. you can I don't know why. I just I, I knew what the emotional. Uh, like climax of it was. And so I felt it the whole time instead of just at the end. And oh, it was amazing. Okay. It was amazing the first time. And the second time I was, I was just falling throughout it, honestly.
0: <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's
0: uh, yeah, no, well that, that definitely means that you guys are both Brad bird fans then because he does, he yes, does huge. Yeah. Uh, you you know, so. I saw him, I saw him in San Francisco. He did a, he did a talk with Noah Bombach. I went to a marriage story screening and they, and he interviewed Noah Baumbach.
2: That's oh a my very god, that's interesting a, that's pairing. That's the coolest thing I've ever which, heard. Okay,
0: the only thing—the only thing I was kind of upset about was the audience was like not very into Brad Bird, like so they're like, "And please welcome, like Brad Bird, director of The Incredibles." And I was like, "Oh my god, it's oh Brad god. Bird!" And everyone was just kind of like, okay. "Like, because they're all like, you because, know, like old people right, that are in a marriage story, like, and they're like, well, exactly.
1: That's why it's such a weird pairing. They have such different fan bases.
0: Well, Brad Bird's like like based in San Francisco, which is why I think he did it. But still, yeah, like uh, it's very but, yeah. I mean, he also did one, one of the Bradford.
1: better uh, Mission Impossible movies.
0: And Tomorrowland. Yeah. And
1: he did Tomorrowland. Yeah, we don't and talk about Iron that.
2: The Iron Giant is like the big non-Disney one <laughs> yeah, for me. that yeah, yeah. I love... Iron Giant is... Great. Wait, the Iron Giant's not Disney? Warner Brothers. Wow. Warner
1: Brothers. Oh, wow. I did not... I was not aware Which of
2: it. Which is that. technically... No, it's not Disney. I don't know. It's Disney or Fox.
1: No, no. It's very much... It is yeah, AT&T. its very much not Disney.
0: Yeah. Um, so... Sophie and then Siegel. What was your, what, what were both of your like guys's first experiences with this movie?
2: I'll let Siegel go first because it's shorter.
1: All right. Oh, am I shorter? How do you know <laughs> that?
2: Um, uh, I I'm, I'm, uh, I'm making a stupid <laughs> assu- assumption.
1: <laughs> um, so so Ratatouille was one of the one of the earliest uh, introductions to, to movies to cinema whatever you want to call it uh, that I had as a child. I had like this this tablet or whatever, and it had three movies on it: uh, Incredibles, Ratatouille, and Despicable Me. Uh, and I think at one point, um, I think at one point, Kung Fu Panda was on there. he uh, really got deleted. But but uh, I, I would watch, I would watch Ratatouille, Incredibles. I probably saw them like sixty times before I was twelve years old, or even. Uh, and yeah, I just saw it again and again and again. And then seeing it recently, I was seeing it in such a different light. I never realized how how much it does, which is which is why I think it succeeds so well. Is that it doesn't seem like it's doing much, uh, at what it does when they say when they say for all ages it really is one something that i think embodies that so perfectly because kids can see it and see the story of a rat becoming a chef and it's so exciting and it's a great story and then adults can see it as a uh, look into the world of of the arts and 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 the different ways of approaching making it consuming it critiquing it and understanding it in so many different ways and i think when they say all ages it really it does something does a lot for all ages more than just being watchable for any age
2: that's a, a great good point. way to put it. No, That's I love point, that. Segal. I like the way yeah. you said that. Okay. All right, Sophie. So I guess for me... Well, for, your, for your longer
1: answer than mine.
2: <laughs> it's probably the same. <laughs> uh, so for me, I think I first watched in theaters in 2007 when it came out with my sister. And like you said, as a child, I guess we don't understand the bigger picture. Like when I do now, when I'm older, I understand the deeper themes, the, the more themes about life and creating and critiquing, like what you just said. But when I was a child, we're watching this in the theaters and we're like, oh, it's a rat that wants to cook, this is awesome. And he's using a human's hair to control the human to make food, it's awesome, so cool and creative. So I watched it a lot growing up. Um, Honestly, I think I watched it at least once every single year since 2007. And something happened like, I wanna say like four years ago when my sister was still in high school she st- suddenly started watching this movie almost every single day. She just put it on and she claimed it to be like her favorite movie of all time. She did this again uh, also with Pride and Prejudice. She's obsessed with that movie. Pride and Prejudice she is a, great. It is a great movie. She's seen that movie. I, I, I want to say 150 times at least.
0: Yeah. It's a perfect movie. I don't blame her. The perfect
2: movie. Anyways. So she had a whole <laughs> phase where she was just solely into Ratatouille and it almost like burned her out where like to the point where she didn't watch it for a whole year but I would watch it with her like every now and then. And it was just so much fun. And when I got a letterbox recently, I decided to rewatch it last year after not having seen it for a while. And I went into it with like a fresh uh, set of eyes. Like I was like in my critiquing, I was like, I'm an Anton ego now. Like I can critique (laughs) this movie and see what's up. And my my experience with the movie has gone up like all over the place, but it's mostly been like the, an incredible experience. Um, no pun intended, I guess.
0: <laughs> I'm I'm not sure if you guys have noticed the same thing. I, I like don't know. I don't know if this is just kind of a, an opinion of mine or if this is a general thing. But I feel like this movie for a long time was kind of considered lesser. What was kind of considered lesser Pixar, and then I feel like in the last couple years it's kind of had. Like a resurgence amongst like people our age being like no 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 like Ratatouille is like one of like the Mm. top tier Pixar movies. I'm not sure if you guys have noticed that or if that's just like something that I'm just like in different film crowds. But I feel like for a long time this was sort of like lesser Pixar. I
1: I haven't noticed it. I guess it kind of makes sense to say that at the age when the people who grew up on Ratatouille became the ones controlling the narrative about it, that it would make such a resurgence. I haven't noticed that it, it it wasn't popular at some point. But I wasn't, like, super into the whole uh, okay. scene back, I back when you we were talking about that it. might not have been. I,
2: I agree with Ethan where, like, for a while it was just kind of low-key just a Pixar movie. Yeah. Like, people were like, oh, Ratatouille, a rat, sure. Yeah. And then once I got a letterbox, or I guess once I got to college and then I got a letterbox. there's just been this huge praise for Ratatouille. And, yeah. as, like, a lot of adults our age – they like have this obsession with Ratatouille. Like, oh, it's the best Pixar movie. It's just it, it's so amazing, and and it, it talks about so many things. It gets deep. It's 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 awesome. It's about a rat, blah blah blah. And I see their point. Like, I, I, I it, it's, it is yeah, about it's a rat. Yeah. It is <laughs> Remy the rat. <laughs> yeah. um <laughs> But yeah, I agree with you, Ethan. I, I I've noticed well, that.
0: Like like, for instance, like in critics' eyes, I think. I think Up is like superior to Ratatouille. Like it got much better reviews. It had more Oscar nominations. But like, I mean, I put out, I put out like an Instagram poll amongst my fans and I think it was like 75, 25 Ratatouille. So that that really surprised wow, me yeah. too. Given yeah, you have smart that think, fans. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> um, does anyone want to give a brief synopsis of the movie?
1: so there's this, this rat. And if anyone calls him Ratatouille throughout this podcast, we're going to have an issue because his name is Remy. Uh, and he, uh, he is very into cooking and he is part of this whole big colony. Uh, and he speaks English. Apparently he reads at least, um, and, and they, he, his family and whatever, because of his uh, passion are forced out of their initial colony. And they, he finds out through this whole running away that he's under France and he starts, uh going into this kitchen and he 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 helps out with the soup and then is caught in this kitchen making this soup and through that uh interaction is, is is gets together with this guy named linguini who wants to cook but is not terribly good at it and i'm not doing a great job here but
0: no I'm you're doing great
1: detail but we'll, we'll see what happens we'll see. you're judging me still uh no, and, i'm not i'm and no, i'm so i'm you're so invested you're supposed to be I'm so this. Uh, this. sounds
2: like a great movie.
1: It is, right? <laughs> I hope they make this one day. Uh, <laughs> and they, and so he, they learn somehow through the hullabaloo of the kitchen that he's able to control Linguini through tugging at his hair. And then he ends up becoming uh, so good at it that he takes over the kitchen. And then the critic named Anton Ego, who's a very, very legendary dude, but also a very negative dude, uh, he 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 decides to. Well, how how far are we going into this? All the way to the end?
0: No, you don't have to go all the way to the end. It's just, all right to give him synopsis. And
1: then synopsis. it becomes a battle between. Yeah, I don't know. I went too far, but we're good. We got it. We got the movie. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, we got through sure. some of the movie. Yeah, we got
0: through. We got some through of
1: the movie. a lot of very specific details.
0: I love how you're just introduced to his love for cooking by learning about um, Gaston, and then also. Is that is that right? Gaston?
2: Uh Gusteau. No. Gusteau. Yeah, oh
0: yeah. I was like, wait Gusto. What Not Gaston. Gusteau. Gusteau.
2: <laughs> Gaston Thank is you. from Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> you're right.
0: You're right. Gaston is from Beauty and the Beast. So Gusto, you're like introduced to Gusteau, and then I love I love those scenes early on where he's trying flavors and like he's seeing little things like little
1: Lightning-y! Stuff. It's
0: very it was very um <laughs> Whoa, that was very fantasia to eats... me.
2: Yeah, oh, it was very Fantasia yeah, yeah. where he you can yeah. see what he's feeling in a very, very right. uh, abstract visual way. And I love that. That was really because cool. Because it, it just it just seems very modern to me. I'm lo- I right, love it's that. very
1: it's very classically animated. And then those scenes come in and they're very almost more immersive than just watching the story. You're really experiencing it in a
0: more avant-garde way, if you will. In general this movie still looks incredible. For
1: right it really it doesn't
0: yeah. look dated at especially, all. Especially especially in comparison to a movie like I think like Cars and The Incredibles both look slightly dated when you look back. The Incredibles still,
2: looks extremely dated. I do agree still, with that.
0: They still look good. I just like this movie looks like crazy good. Like yeah, it looks really new. really it good. It came out Looks yesterday. like it could have been yeah. done two
2: years ago. And yeah yeah, yeah yeah, totally. It's it's fabulous. It's just that the, the vision. Oh my gosh, the animation is stunning, especially the. The detail they captured for what Paris looks like, it just yeah, makes me to go to I, I, Paris.
1: When he when he goes up and he's like, well, I've, I've been under Paris the whole, I got like teary eyes All this time,
2: I've it. been underneath Paris. And then it's, you hear the song, yeah. the main theme just oh, soar. Gorgeous. Oh my God, you just get, you get chills. If you don't get chills during that scene where you just oh, hands over that. Paris. Oh my <laughs> God, <laughs> it's so beautiful. I love beautiful. that so much. I yeah, Are you ready beautiful. for my
0: minor nitpick or should I bring it up later?
2: No, do it Go right it. now. Get it, okay. it. Get over with.
0: Minor nitpick, and I and I did clear this with Paige because you know you know how I, I I had a couple nitpicks for about time that were a little like nitpicky, and Paige's, you know, <laughs> you guys were like, "This is That's ridiculous." That's fine. Minor no, nitpick we, here.
2: It.
0: <laughs> yeah, you defended it. Sewer networks are designed to flow out of cities. There's no way that you get from a suit f- like a sewer network from from the from suburbs
1: France right
0: into the city. They're all designed to like get away from the city such that the city sewer networks don't get overwhelmed so that town a very fair network and you wouldn't get into paris that way
1: this is fair i'll allow it
2: actually there's an exception in paris Oh, because it's the sewer it. the su- i am a civil engineer this is my this is my major i forgot fair. you're a civil engineer <laughs> 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 i mean i didn't really learn a lot about sewers but you are correct they are supposed to flow outside of the city and not mm-hmm. because you don't want yeah but with paris this is well, you don't city, want you're making assumptions now <laughs> because it was such an old city the sewer system was so old that they had to keep like they, i guess they had to build around it um the sewer networks are actually right below the city of paris that's true i think yeah. i read something about it but like that's there's a reason yeah, why Ethan, you just, he was able you to go right history
1: above of the architecture that's your problem
0: here it goes <laughs> no it goes
2: way into just like the site development of it too it's crazy
0: oh wow That's interesting. So would that that include like the exurbs? Because like the the place he's in is very countryside. It's not even like suburbs. It's like countryside. It's like a cottage and there's no other. It's a little bit, I guess it's a little outside of
2: Paris for sure. But remember it's super old and a European city. That that stuff's been around for a long time.
0: They would have been like south east of the city. So like like up Seine from where where he was, right? Because they want to flow into Paris. Yes. So, flowing into Paris, like would you have sewer networks that extended that far out of the city to the point where it looks like a a typical countryside, or
2: well, at that would point, the sewer
0: networks be like so old that they'd want to just like include? I, I Paris? think what we're
1: missing. I think yes. we're missing the main point that he goes from this from this like river area. We don't know where he he takes this turn uh, right the right and the left. He takes the left one. Uh, and he goes down. We don't know exactly which way he ended. We don't know if this is he—he—he's going. The water's taking him, and he stuck. He goes onto the side at some point. It could have continued going out of the city, and he just stopped in middle.
2: Remember, you know, there's we, a lot of sub. Probably,
0: probably Ethan. There's a through. lot of
2: sub sewer networks be, besides like the main one. There's a lot of like right, side ones right. too.
0: Interesting. Okay, my thought was that like stormwater <laughs> drainage would likely <laughs> flow into the Seine before it got to Paris. It wouldn't. It wouldn't flow because it's really expensive to tunnel underground a city so it would yes. I, my thought would be that it would it would flow into the seine before it got into paris so you'd be like in the seine and then he'd like flow into the city
2: now you got me thinking about it because like this is i've, I've worked with drainage before stormwater drainage pipes and, and and all that stuff yeah i don't know you should keep this man this is just engineering sophie, like getting engineering-y. <laughs> sophie
0: I, I i literally like i have a i have a I've told you this before. I know. I've told you this before. I have, I have like an odd passion for city planning. Like it's a yeah. really weird thing. I love like traffic exits. I like watch YouTube videos on like the most efficient traffic exit. Like a very. I literally. Like... That is my job. I, know, I work with like...
2: traffic every single day. Do you
0: do you <laughs> okay. install double diamond interchanges?
2: Um, I, well, we haven't really... Or diverging,
0: of, di- diverging diamond interchanges is what I I've
2: mean. done, uh, we've done, oh, um, that, a, I a, know, half, a half, half clover, a half cl- uh, we haven't, we've done a half clover field interchange. We were st- talking about stormwater drainage, and now we're talking about, about traffic <laughs> interchanges. We
0: did a good, we did a good 10 <laughs> minutes on stormwater <laughs> interchanges. I, I just meant that to be a side point. Oh my God, I'm so dead. Okay. So you, we
2: could, a, there's a way you can just a look a at it as like a bonus feature. And then... Just just move, move this part and add it at the end. Like, hey, do you want to stick around? Yeah, if you want to stick around around for a conversation. (laughs) (laughs) We could just. Trying to think of other
0: city planning questions I have. Okay, um, so he ends up in Paris. I love the scene where he's like between the apartment walls and stuff. He's running through, and like, she's like the artist, and the and the guy that's like about to shoot his girlfriend. She's like, you wouldn't, and. But and then, then they start making out. shot goes
1: have, off, and he runs back, and then I like, have oh, something,
2: and that seems like a really I toxic
0: have, relationship, by the way. Yes, yeah, Sophie. <laughs> I have gray, something yeah.
2: interesting to point out from that scene. So there's, um, I'm on this Reddit page called Movie Details, yeah, and right. someone, someone pointed out that the reason Remy pushed Linguini forward when Linguini was about to reveal his secret to Colette. And to, for them to kiss is because earlier when he's in between apartments, he saw that couple kiss. So he implemented that when he saw to Linguini and Colette later, mm. and that's why they kiss. I thought that was really a really cool parallel that they implemented there. Couple other and like I just couple, that's couple a couple other point.
0: Pixar details, by the way, I noticed. Doug. Um, during that scene you see Doug, you see the dog. Doug, yeah. Also Doug. and you also um he's wearing underwear. He's, wearing, he's Incredibles. wearing Incredibles boxers. When he's like, Doug when he's wearing Incredibles boxers. He's like, you boxers? wanna?
2: And he's like, uh, no, yeah. no, thank you.
0: <laughs> wearing Incredibles boxers. Call me, wearing, did you say Doug boxers. is
1: wearing Incredibles boxers?
0: No. <laughs> we we okay, moved was, off Doug. <laughs> like, we I
1: was like, what? I thought it was just a shadow. How do you see? <laughs> okay, How do you see yeah. his underwear? <laughs> no,
0: that's funny. For me, I just started bawling at the emotional climax. Is, 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 is there another moment in in this movie for you? Like maybe like somewhere in the middle that makes you guys emotional or is it mostly the climax of it?
2: Uh, can I, I'll, I'll go first if you don't mind. Yeah, want yeah go to. for it. All right. So um, actually I've never, this is interesting. I've actually never cried in this movie mm-hmm. Um, when I watched it until I watched it on Friday or Thursday. I don't remember when I watched it, but it was most recently, I cried three times, and I have no idea what happened. Um, I just felt super, super emotional and connected with the film. I think the first time I teared up was when we brought up that scene uh, where he he comes up from the wall, and he sees Paris for the first time, and he says, Mm -hmm. all this time, I've been underneath Paris. That scene just gives me chills, and I teared up a little. But I think the second time I started to tear up is when so there's the, the scene towards the end, right before they they start making food for ego, and it's when all of his all the chefs and, and the kitchen the kitchen people they give his cloak, the 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 cloak or the what is it the apron,
0: apron? they give yeah. him
2: the the, the 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 kitchen apron to Luigi and they all leave and then Colette is the last one standing there. Oh and god, just, yeah, that's brutal. You see her on her motorcycle going super super fast, and then she stops in tears, and then she looks. To the side to see the book anyone can cook, and you a just hear one, the music. Gun, gun. Oh my God, yeah. that scene! Because yeah. you just see her like she, that. Something clicks when she sees that because then she realizes shit. You know, maybe yeah. I was wrong. Maybe, maybe you know, I don't want to you know run into conclu- or jump into conclusions. Maybe Linguini is actually right, and and this rat has talent, and I'm just gonna you know that just that clicked with me. Colette, I right. love Colette's character in this movie. She's such a hard worker, and she's the only female in in the in the kitchen she and I, I I admire that so much because she's so strong and she needs yeah. to be because all these guys are just like idiots um
1: <laughs> or I mean, hardened criminals Linguini,
2: Linguini's like a little noodle boy like he's just like he he's literally nothing. a noodle
1: it's... that's my favorite thing <laughs> but
2: Linguini's that's really a, funny yeah and that's I guess that scene really is what triggered like the, the rest of the emotional experience for me because at that point they're making the food for ego ego eats the food the flashback happens and then the whole speech of his 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 uh his critique of of his experience i'm just i'm just crying the entire time this no is totally. so beautiful. and then totally. the end it's it's i started bawling at the end because it's just so happy and oh my god one thought i
0: just had about the end or like i had about the end just while i was watching this like if the health inspectors like shut down that restaurant because there were rats working in the kitchen wouldn't they be like Okay, well, you're opening a new restaurant. The only with thing I can rats. think of
1: is that is that they're open about it. Is everyone knows it's a rat cooking? So, yeah, like, but if you go still, in, I think
0: still, I think go in, you're, you're
1: against golf. You're, you're like tacitly, well, no, because you know he washes. saying I, I'm I'm eating food cooked by a rat, and I'm fine with that.
2: Yeah, it, the the yeah. restaurant is called La Ratatouille, right? It is. It is, um, called and yeah, that. it has that... a little rat on it. If this was
1: real, and you saw a rat washing his hands and cooking for you, would you actually eat it?
2: oh my god yes it would be the dream come true really i that's, see i don't
0: know yeah that's my one problem really with this movie know. is like rats in the kitchen you guys still... are doubters
2: oh no honestly god. rats
0: rats in the kitchen still kind of gross me out
2: yeah even if he's a talented chef
0: maybe but like i have no proof about that i still like if i see if i when i see a bunch of rats like you in this movie no like heart. cooking when like all the rats are like well the the rest of the team left we're all gonna touch everyone's food i'm like oh my god <laughs> But they
2: get washed right before they do okay. they get a big wash but you know i don't they care? Care. They a big wash. like, like a rat, i get a it
0: rat. i i get it it's just like uh like i still have a little like it's just a little thing to get over um that's a lot
2: well, I mean, me, Colette but... makes a very good uh, impression of when she opens the door and she sees all the rats. She, goes, Ooh, you know, she kind of gags. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: Speaking <laughs> is of the gagging, is the famous, uh, the the super famous shot, possibly the one of the funniest of the of the movies when he passes the soup for the first time in that in that that early scene, and he oh, gags. Right. And it's really funny when you when you uh, there's like a thing going around about how rats can't gag technically, uh, like so the physiologically soup or whatever. so bad, right? So <laughs>
2: And that's when you the know it was like Holy so bad shit. it transcended
1: the laws of nature.
0: <laughs> that's funny.
2: So, I was gonna bring that up. That's a I'm, I'm so happy. I was gonna, gonna bring up, about it. So
0: <laughs> one of my favorite one of my favorite scenes like kind of going off it is like the special order scene where mm-hmm. where Remy where like ratatouille is fighting. With Linguini, you know what Why I mean?
1: do you do this? <laughs> I'm just you're just it. asking, I'm just you're asking, asking for the
2: hate.
0: <laughs> but yeah, like Linguini is like trying to like fight his inner instincts to like actually follow the recipe and like Remy has his own ideas. I just love that. I just think that scene's really well coordinated.
2: Wait a minute.
1: I don't yeah, think I think that you know, one of the biggest strengths of the movie is is the coordination almost. Linguini moves like a literal noodle. Um, and just mm-hmm. the way yeah, that's it,
2: why it's so easy to control him.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. actually didn't think of that. I just, I thought, I think I just, I just love his movements, but that's a great point. That, yeah, that's when they first notice it is when he tucks him under the, the tray in the kitchen. And he's like, wait, how did I just do that? And then they go to the bathroom and they're like he's to his hair. But, but the coordination in the kitchen, it, 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 it plays up the, the, the hecticness, however you say that, of it, while also being so coordinated that you can follow and just, it's so wild, but it's so, coherent in a way
2: that scene of the special order because i remember the chef says we're just going to pull up like an old recipe and then it actually they did it the way it was supposed to except they changed the sauce
1: mm. so right. it, it actually
2: took <laughs> uh, yes so what happens what i think they were they added the anchovy licorice sauce that's what they had originally but instead um remy concocted his own that had to do with like orange slices or whatever which i thought looked a lot better than whatever they had and um i love that that intuition that remy has like no you know what? we're not doing this we're just gonna we're gonna improvise you are improvising this is no time to improvise <laughs> oh you do a really, really no
1: good improvise
0: <laughs> <laughs> so
2: i love you're that
1: actually french so it doesn't count
0: <laughs> me automatically I, well, yeah, okay.
1: doesn't count but, but you're i don't have a
0: good french accent um,
1: <laughs> I think that's actually a really good point that I didn't think of before. And the way you, the way you just said uh, what you said, made me realize it is that it, very openly, Remy is Remy's idol or hero or whatever you want to say is is Gusto. But he's not so he's not so struck like starry eyed, that he can't think. Like he 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 he's he learned the lesson from Gusteau rather than just idolizing him, where he sees a Gusteau recipe and he doesn't say, "Oh, this is Gusteau That's my idol. It's for sure amazing." He he understands what he was teaching. Uh, what gusto's legacy and what, what it was what his teachings were and he he he's his own chef he's his own yeah. ideas of what
0: yeah I mean are. I think that's a really good point like personally like my my favorite chefs are, are 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 like my favorite cookbooks are like ones that sort of train you how to think like a cook and train you how to like think for yourself. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like I really like like salt fat acid heat and like these these like cookbooks that kind of teach you how to like how to like improvise and like Oh if you like you're if you're like out of baking soda like sub a little bit mm. of acid and baking powder the other way around if you're out of baking powder sub a little bit of like acid and baking soda or like whatever but but um like that sort of teach you how to like improvise and and sort of construct meals and like what's behind constructing a recipe as opposed to just giving you a bunch of straight recipes and mm-hmm. i think you really get that in this movie where like like um like like i think i think colette says at one point like 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 gusto encouraged improvising and mm-hmm. like now we follow what he did right it's like because little, yeah
1: well no it's not really well it's it's good advice to, uh if you're not confident enough in your in your ability to, yeah. to really create a new art and i don't think that's a problem but remy remy's aware Ah, uh, that he wants to be an original and a and a creator and everything, and he he took the 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 lessons of of Gusto rather than just being a, a follower of Gusto. He really understood what Gusto was saying in that way, and I don't think everyone. I'm not saying everyone who's learning from someone should do that, but everyone who's on a level to do that, uh, it was really it was a really smart decision of the yeah. movie to make him. Any,
2: I love how Remy, at one point, when he's talking to his uh, imaginary Gusteau, he says, yeah, anyone can cook. That doesn't mean anyone should. And I love I right, love how right. he said that, because in the end, it's completely I don't know. I, th- I love how he's just very cynical and, and, and he questions everything in the beginning. One, uh, and then once he gets into the kitchen, he tries to escape. And that brings back to the scene where we actually first see him use his skill and passion, because before we saw glimpses, when he made that <laughs> mushroom lightning thing. And right. he was looking for whatever spice. I think it was saffron in the kitchen. Saffron, yeah. Yeah, saffron. Uh Saffron's but, essential.
0: Saffron would yeah. be great with like a mushroom cheese thing, by the way. Just just yeah, the movie knows what it's like. Like that that was like that was a good call on his part.
2: That was a good call. <laughs> Anyways, no, but I love that we see um, Remy in action at first when he when he's making the soup or when he's fixing the soup, and the song that I'm always gonna bring the score because the score backs up everything. But the score that plays in the background, that's when we like it, it's it's one of the best scenes. It just shows it shows off Remy's talent and what he's doing and what he loves what uh, what he loves before he gets caught. And it's just it's a fifty second scene too. It's and very it's, jazzy and, and... yeah. Yes, and it's so easily recognizable, yeah. and it's one of the most memorable scenes of the mo- uh, One of the most memorable moments of the movie, in my opinion, it's almost as if the song inspires people to go out and create and get excited about cooking. Mm. And every time I watch that scene, I kind of want to make something, even though I know it won't work. It's just, it's, it's awesome. <laughs> it's make just something. pure. Do I it. love that. I love I that think... scene. It's like a small scene that I really love.
1: Yeah. For if sure. I could, if I could change directions a little bit, I think that my main. Oh, yeah. Uh, takeaway from my my most recent watch is that and this is this is not like well this is amazing this is fairly obvious is it's not it's a movie about cooking but it's more a movie about about the arts uh, in general and it uses cooking um, like as a metaphor for the whole experience but you can translate into any facet uh, if you will filmmaking um, and you have you have Gusteau who's like let's say the original uh, I'm gonna say you're gonna get upset, but you're, uh, this is what I was thinking. You have Gusto, who's the original, like Walt Disney. He's an original. He's a creator. He's and then you have Skinner, who's kind of um, the Bob Iger of it all. Who's who? Like he says, I wrote very down funny. Down that's down funny. The
2: Siegel, down that's quote, funny.
1: Easy to cook, easy to eat. Gusto makes Chinese, Chinese, Chinese food. Chinese easy. Where he's just putting out uh, easily digestible things that are guaranteed to make money. Corn dogs of the film industry, if you will. Um, remakes of the Lion King or whatever uh, that are guaranteed that are guaranteed to make money uh and are very easy Holy to produce shit. and very easy to make um and then you have you have and then and I thought that the, the, the time that we meet both Linguini and Skinner at the same moment you see Linguini just wants to be there he's excited to be a part of it even his lack of talent and Skinner's almost offended by this he's almost he's 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 he's, he's like uh, insulted by by the he does not think first of all that a guard, obviously makes a point to make sure that he's not—he doesn't think a garbage boy is, uh, is is a crucial role. And then, it, like thirty seconds later, make sure that Remy is scolded for thinking the same thing. But I think that that his his when when he makes the soup, Skinner's offended that that someone else came in, and then he tries to control that facet of it. That he's like, "I'm going to watch you. I'm going to. We're going to use that uh, in our own production of it." And I, I just really see it as a whole, um, the, the whole pa- parallel um, to
2: Disney and their parallel to, to Disney doing.
1: specifically, but. I don't think, I don't think a lot of it's exactly intentional. I have a lot more scaling. No, of course, no, I totally see where you're
2: going. I totally see where you're going. And
1: if I could just say one thing, because I think it's hilarious, and I'm definitely going to get roasted for saying this. Um, (laughs) I'm going to do it. I'm going to go for it. Is that when he says, so he gets near the end, Skinner, Skinner grabs, uh, he gets Remy right into the trunk. And he says, you will create, I I can't do a French accent. So if you want to repeat it after me in a French accent, but whatever. Uh, you will create a new line of Chef Skinner frozen food, and I a in new return. Of and uh, yeah, exactly. And I in return will not kill you. I, I see. I see that as, as Disney hiring Barry Jenkins to do Lion King two. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you.
1: That's accurate. hundred percent accurate. Is.
2: I have. I have nothing <laughs> to say. So that is hilarious. Yeah, I
0: really. <laughs> so new thing I'm doing. I'm yeah. doing a so, cool trick award. This is this is um this is named after something that Paige frequently tells me when she sees some when she sees a really amazing stunt in the movie she'll look over to me and go mm. cool trick. I'm like <laughs> yeah. So yeah. cool trick award, okay? The two that I immediately thought of here um and you can nominate a couple and then we'll decide on who gets the cool trick award are yeah. controlling someone with their hair. And uh, the sort of flying with the paper, the
2: papers—that's that what I was oh, thinking. Yeah. those are
0: the two like cool trick awards that I could th- that I could think of. If you have any more that you want to nominate, otherwise we can decide between those two.
1: I think that that, that Linguini's movements in general uh, are just a cool trick. Are they? A Wait, I trick would like to. But, I that, would like but to that's nominate more like
2: a specific. I, I guess would like to nominate a, a, a specific scene. The fact that Remy was able to. Make Linguini stand up while he was sleeping. That is yes, a cool yes. trick.
0: That's a very Wait, cool trick. Another oh, no. one. The cool fact trick. he was
2: able to run all the way across the kitchen, grab sunglasses, put them on Linguini, and back before mm. Colette opened the freaking door <laughs> that is was cute. incredible. How did he do that? That's, that's a cool, cool trick. trick. That's a cool that's trick. That's a cool trick.
0: right
1: very, yeah. yeah.
2: So,
0: what I is the yeah. final cool trick award? What does it go do?
2: Uh Anton I ain't telling you to be the pen perfectly in slow hair, motion. Right,
1: controlling him by his hair—it's
0: <laughs> controlling him by his hair.
1: It's God. I mean, that's that's kind of the central thing conceit here, but uh, it's very cool.
0: I'm gonna—I—I I kind of think I'm gonna, gonna vote for like flying with papers in your mouth. Like that's pretty impressive to just like—but he's a rat. The extra like, flap. The extra flap, though, you know, kind of like uh, yeah. Feels like he's it, got like, some weight to him,
2: up. so like yeah, he's got some weight, you know. How'd that happen? Yeah,
0: that's pretty impressive. <laughs> that's a cool trick. So what's our cool trick award? word? Is it is it controlling someone with their hair? I'm good with that. I know. Yeah, I, the, I mean that has
2: hair. that has to be the I mean it's 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 the main focus of the film. It's also that's everything
1: what, that's cool the, in the movie.
2: That's the creativity oh. spark yeah. of, 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 of Ratatouille for the Pixar uh brand. That's true. I think I
0: think that's you know, plot wise, I wonder if that's like the one spot where it loses me only slightly. Especially like I guess I guess now I'm so used to it, but like just especially early on, you're sort of like Well, I think you have to suspend disbelief in the
1: fact that in the idea that it's rats cooking in the first place and rats this sentient rat and, and it, yeah, I understand why it being so incredulous that you can't possibly Be like, believe that it's rats controlling him by his hair. But I think like that a puppet that scene leads you into it slowly and then just and then it doesn't like doesn't really dwell on it. It just it's it and you either buy into it or you're out. And I don't know, I don't really Buying out of it at that point, you're either well, Kieran, I, you, you see it happening, and then the movie just happens with it, and it goes on as that that's something that happens.
0: That's true. I'd also think I'd also think that the chefs would have a couple more questions before they all walk out of the kitchen. They'd be like, "So, like, do you want to show me how he controls you? Like, what what's mm. going on here? I don't, Like, I <laughs> right. I, I mean, look, if, if if some guy showed, I think that,
1: they just thought he was insane.
0: Yeah, if some guy showed me that, I'd be like,
1: "This is." You wouldn't weird. be like, "Wait, show me exactly how." You'd be like, "Yeah, okay, bye." No, I
0: think I'd also be like, but do you want to do that again? Because I'm very confused (laughs) by this.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I I don't know. I don't think that you're in danger of this happening to you.
2: Or did you guys watch the (laughs) Ratatouille, the TikTok musical?
0: No, I was going to bring this up too. No. I
2: didn't watch it, but I know the song. I know the songs. Remy the ratatouille, the rat of all my dreams. <laughs> That's all Is I that know. really it? That's how it starts. Oh my goodness. <laughs>
0: Remy is the ratatouille. The
2: ratatouille. <laughs> it's so stupid. I
1: Yeah, it's a little interesting. I mean, yeah, I don't It's know. insulting. I don't, really get, I don't really yeah, I'm not gonna say anything. Um
0: <laughs> Yeah. Cool. Well, okay. Cool I trick of words that, goes to yeah, controlling someone with their hair. Definitely.
1: Yeah. I think just to again switch tracks. I think that what I noticed again this time was how conventionally structured it is, almost to the yeah. point where it's cliched in a lot of ways. But not. Yeah, and I'm not saying this in a bad way. It starts off with him narrating, and there's a freeze frame, and it's like, "This is me. Let's see how I got here." You know what I'm saying? And it, it, it's not. I, I, I. It's. 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 It's, uh, it's probably the best example of it in a way that it really uses it um really really well uh, to tell such a because it does so much more than it seems like it's doing is what i think what i'm trying to say that it presents itself so casually and so just like a regular story and then it's so much about um just about uh, art and, and and all and all those things that
2: can, can i jump in
1: yeah absolutely yeah. please
2: do so you say that this main like the main theme of the movie it, it, it it's about art but you you've missed out on a very important theme of 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 mm-hmm. pursuing your dream, and mm-hmm. that's what Remy's doing. And I think right, yes. again a big a big theme of this movie is pursuing your dream and your passion. Which I don't know mm-hmm. why we keep ending up talking about passion in movies like La La Land and Now Ratatouille. Yeah, it works well. well. I want you to bring up what you when you told me that quote. Um, when uh his father and him are having that discussion, and while, yeah. while, while the father showed him the rat poison, that was so that's deep. Yeah, I want to mention find a that. Quote. Yeah,
0: talk that's about that, it. That is like a deep quote,
2: because I know his father's basically throughout the entire movie. His father's very concerned about him being around humans. He's so, he's so, um, I guess, caught up in the fact that you know family's really big and they have to stick together because if not, then they're going to get killed by the real world because the real world hates rats. They think they're discussing, mm-hmm, and yeah. especially in a place like Paris.
1: First of all, there's another yes. quote. Two, two very underrated uh, scenes and dialogues in the movie. The first one is Go when the in the opening narration where he's talking to his brother talking about his brother emil and he says he doesn't understand me but i can be myself around him i really I love, love that quote. that's a really it's solid casual quote. And oh, it's so casual yeah. that
2: is very good um,
1: and the other one is when his father uh takes him to that pest control shop or whatever uh and they have a, an argument outside and his father says you can't change nature and he argues change is nature the part we can influence uh and yeah, says, that was hey, like
0: profound he starts
1: walk- it's a great quote and then he starts walking away. And he says, Where are you going, son? He says,
0: With luck, forward. It's oh so man.
2: Good. Oh, it's I just so- got I, know I was
0: I was thinking about that. <laughs> oh so, my goodness. So so I knew you were gonna bring this up because tangent off that, um so like when I was I must have been like in kindergarten and I was obsessed with BBC's walking with dinosaurs. Did you guys ever watch this? <laughs> Never. No. It was like it was like CGI dinosaurs. Like they'd go out and they were just like the Brachiosaurus eats from the top, You know, and then, then, and then it'd be like the <laughs> Allosaurus approaches, you know, and all this stuff. So it was like it's like planet Earth, but with dinosaurs. But um, so I'd be watching this stuff. My dad would come in, and there's like some dinosaur that's like rotting in the corner that's like, Ooh. no, my dad, my dad was like, my dad was like, Ethan, like, how are you watching this? And like apparently, I looked up to him, I I, I looked up at him and I said, Dad, that's life. You can change people <laughs> on TV, but you can't change life. And he was just like
2: Bye. Oh my
0: god. How old were you? I was five.
2: Oh my god. Look at that. Wise. He freak. was just like five he years was old. just like
0: he was just like
2: You were always that
0: to be a legend. That's the moral story. <laughs> Yeah, basically. <laughs> <But> <laughs> no, kind of,
2: that's so funny. It kind of reminded so me of the change nature thing. I so think so that not...
1: yeah, sorry.
0: No, you're fine. I think that's well, another continue. interesting
1: thing that the back to the movie i just keep i have so much to say about the movie is oh, that yeah. he he um near the beginning where he he shows uh they discover his talent if you will in the colony and he's forced to use it um for for commercial purpose and he's unhappy Cute. about it uh because he's just able to smell he's not really using the extent of his ability uh it's like uh it's 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 uh it's a demonstration of how family and 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 former ties that you have uh, apart from your art um play a role in in your in your in 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 your gifts and in your talents and all that and how you have to and how he had to in order to really be the chef and be be and and really pursue his passion that that separation had to happen or he never would have uh been able to to be fully full creative freedom if you will
2: it's interesting Um, you brought that up can I mention something really quickly Mm -hmm. I do agree that it was interesting the (laughs) separation The separation kind of also helps when they all come back in the end. They all agree mm. to help Remy cook.
1: Right, right. it's
2: that connection, uh, that that they really respect strong bond that they have. Right. Yes, because they they all witnessed a lot of them witnessed the conversation that they had with Linguini and how they saw how sympathetic they were towards um the connection that they had that Remy had with a human, they were like, whoa, I wonder if we can get this. I love mm-hmm. that. That was really that was really interesting. Well, I, I like I that. I don't know
1: if it's them thinking they can get this as much as they respect him for getting it. Yes.
2: I guess that's what I meant. I'm sorry.
1: Right. No, yeah, yeah.
2: They were wrong about him almost. They, they thought he was weird and he just had a, 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 a random gift and...
1: Right. Well, they thought he was weird because... What?
0: They also didn't trust that the human was going to be there for him. And yeah. right. it, it kind of it kind of showed over time that like Linguini was going to be like a good guy for him, which is also just, by the way, just like a ridiculous name for a person, but yeah, it's fine.
1: (laughs) And that, that, so there's another main theme that applies to both Remy and then also Linguini in this, in this, in, in, in this aspect, where they're pursuing art in the face of adversity, where he he's going against his family. Initially he's a rat whose family doesn't appreciate it. And he's, he's trying to sneak it in and Linguini's trying to to pursue it even though everyone's like you you suck at it uh, don't do it and they're able to come together uh, and and by by being together reconcile both of their 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 the both of the backlash to their attempts and and overcome mm. it in a way in, in like that
0: Yeah, it's a really good point. It's a really good point. I had a I had a thought that just that just... I articulated that as I was saying it. I really hope No. It made sense. No, I think, I, <laughs> I think it did make sense. Okay. I had, I had a thought just now which is just that, like I, um, I think like for a G-rated movie, for like a kids movie, it does a really good job at like explaining the importance of sort of of just language and sort of how we, how we express things in the sense that like I love the way over the course of the movie the 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 simple sentence anyone can cook is mm-hmm. just breaking is just broken down over time. So you have like, well, maybe. Maybe anyone can, but it doesn't mean everyone should. Mm-hmm. Like that's sort of like a reiteration and of then, it, like
1: right. And then at
0: and then the end. Ah, and, the uh, and then at the end, Anton ego says, "Not everyone can be a great chef, but a great chef can come from it's, anywhere." Um, right. I
2: honest, feel like we've not, not anyone can. Ego. Not anyone can become a great artist, but a great artist can come from right, anywhere. It's right. yeah, but I mean, basically, a chef you know, cooking form of art. So it's basically right. the yeah, chef's yeah, sure.
1: cooking in this movie is just a metaphor for
0: art in general. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, no, but it's sure. a, but it's a really interesting idea that, that like yeah. you can, you can kind of teach you. It's a, it's a simple, it's a simple phrase. And I think like from a kid's perspective, just to be like breaking down language like that, it's a, it's a very just right. simple example of like really just the meaning very, of yeah. words, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's well done, and and and, really and like is. I love the way. And it's, I love it's also the way something it sort
1: of... that that's interesting to note because it, it is so almost so simplistic that it's that it's able to be for children and it's not that deceptively it's deceptively simplistic. For yeah, it's not that it's not right, and it's not that it's different for adults or adults understand it more. It's that it's it's a powerful point told in such a simple way that that throughout you don't become an adult and you get more. Uh, anyone can cook. Oh, that's what he meant. I didn't understand that as a kid. Anyone can cook, and you still understand it because it's explained so well you understand the same thing uh, that a kid did. And they really, and it's not less of a point, uh, less of an intellectual point that it's the same uh, depth of, of, of the idea for kids and for adults. They really were able to articulate the full uh, depth of it, even for children.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. No, 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 I totally agree, but you got it. I got it out. (laughs) No, no, it makes sense. I mean, like it's, it's, it's interesting to me that a movie like this would have like, it basically has a thesis statement, you know, there aren't many movies that have like Mm. a thesis statement right that it's like it puts up front like anyone can cook that's it's that's its thesis statement and then and then it and then it breaks it down it gives you an example it presents counter arguments like it 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 really like like i mean that that opening that opening news footage is basically like an introduction paragraph you know what i mean mm-hmm. and then right, yeah and then you really and then you really get into it but i mean it's interesting the way it just continues to return to that like thesis. Oh, it
1: really is almost a film essay. It's mm-hmm. interesting. And, and yeah, in, oh, really in some
0: it. ways, yeah, yeah. I just I don't know. Um, yeah, I like that. So, what's like your favorite performance in this movie? Like voice performance?
1: Gotta be Anton Ego.
0: Yeah. Okay. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad we're yeah. in agreement. Oh, on this. so me it's
2: he... Patton, For me, it's Patton Oswalt. Yeah, for Patton Oswalt also
0: kills it. I just
2: sure. I had no idea who he was until after ratatouille mm. was a thing and then i looked at him he's a comedian
0: yeah know, he it. kills it yeah i great. know I he's, he's really he's funny fantastic. too yeah yeah
2: and i love his the sound of his voice just brings me calmness for some reason and i always huh. hear remy when i hear him so i think that's funny if, uh, if you but get yes, the and, chance go ahead
0: if you get the chance um he did a guest spot on parks and rec and they asked him to like filibuster they're like they're like heady council hearing wait but, a minute
2: what season is this
0: i don't remember what season it is but my point my I've point because i think
2: i think I, i've i may have seen that scene that you're talking he, about
0: like, he talks about star wars and like lord mm. of the rings or something but but my point is like in the show it ends up he ends up with like 20 seconds but um but they, they literally just asked him to like ad lib a filibuster about star that's wars crazy. and they uploaded the whole thing to youtube and it's like nine minutes and it's just that's nine really- minutes <laughs> whoa and he just like goes and it's hilarious he just like he he makes up a whole story about star wars he just like he's just a great he, he, he he's a great improviser so i highly recommend you check that out but mm.
2: uh cool, yeah i will definitely check that out thank you for letting us know that's that's pretty cool i'm definitely i'll drop check in the out. chat I was going to so say, Anton Ego is a great performance, but I bet you guys didn't know that. Um,
1: Peter O'Toole, by the way, is, is who plays Anton Ego.
2: No, 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 no. The other, I can't remember his name. But the uh, guy, I killed the man with this yeah, thumb. Oh, my goodness. Oh, Will, Will Arnett? Will he Arnett. I had no idea it was Will oh, that's Arnett. Will Arnett? That's is the, Will Arnett? That's Isn't that great? Will Arnett. No, Will Arnett. Isn't that yeah. great? That's so nice. I, great. That I love that so much. He, he, he could pull off the French accent.
1: So like I think uh, we, we mentioned briefly about about the final scene being so emotional. Oh, uh, but yeah. we haven't actually we haven't actually discussed it. Uh, so I forget. You want I to make a synops- well I wanted can to, I, I wanted to I
2: get a synopsis into synopsis of the last scene.
0: Yes, but I, I just wanted to get into like favorite performances first but, oh, for sure, but then for I wanted sure, to yeah. get into, like favorite moments and I figure we'll cover mm. this so like I just want to make sure like we're like are there any just other just performances we have to shout out? I feel like we should Yeah, yeah I can't remember his name
1: but Linguini's fantastic.
0: Oh, lou Romano. Romano. Lou Romano. Lou yeah, Romano.
1: That's his name. Yeah, he did another. Oh he, my! He did not an actor, but he did the Little Prince, the the Netflix movie. Yeah, uh, the Little okay. Prince, and it is it's a great movie. A very a very. He did the art direction, not the art direction, production design for the Little Prince uh, know, adaptation from 2016. Too,
0: that's awesome. He, he um, and he was it is in incredible. It is a really too,
1: think. great film. Yes, he was. Yeah, in he the was pretty. Yeah. He was Bernie, that's what it was. This
2: little rat is guilty! Yeah, guilty! He can go again. Yeah. He's guilty, you can see it on his smug little face. Guilty, he, I say. Guilty guilty. guilty! guilty! guilty.
0: Yeah, he's great. That's hilarious. I it's interesting because he hasn't done so entirely.
2: much.
1: I mean, he, he's so great in what he's done, the little he's done.
0: We just have to shout out Ian Holm, too, as Skinner. Like, I just... Yes, yes, yes. His absolutely. French accent and his whole... Like, he's so animated and it's so... Mm-hmm. Also just like rest in peace Ian home. I love that guy. I mean, yeah, he, just plays yeah. it.
1: he does. He has a lot of fun with it.
0: Yeah. I mean, I mean, I love his, I love his just crazy French accent and just like the whole, like the character is so like, like, I think, I think what's interesting is like the world that they create is so realistic, but the characters are so over animated. Like it's so slapstick in so many ways, but then it's so, I mean, it, it really looks like real Paris, which is kind of exceptional, but I mean, like it's
1: about a rat cooking through pulling a guy's hair. You
0: yeah. Know, in that sense, it's yeah. In that sense, it's slapstick. Favorite, yeah. favorite moment. I, okay. I think, I think we're going to be in the same boat here.
2: So yeah. I mean, are we going to talk about the end? Cause I have a whole, yeah. like, a it's synopsis. gotta be,
1: it's gotta, yeah. It,
2: Siegel, he started the synopsis thing. I'm going to end I, it with the ending. Can I shout yeah. out just like synops- a favorite? Yeah.
0: Can I, sorry. Go can I just it. briefly just shout out a favorite moment when, Go for it. when, when Gusto's assistant, oh, Jesus, when when no no no, now I'm thinking about Anton Ego, <laughs> so I'm just getting confusing. When Anton Ego's assistant walks in, first of all, the room is shaped like yeah. a coffin, which is hilarious. Yeah, yes, But Anton yes. Ego's assistant walks in and um and like tells him that like the restaurant is getting popular again. He spits out his wine. He looks at the wine. Popular and the problem. Popular. It's like, <laughs> that's, yeah, that that's a pretty great, great like, scene. Like, it kills that is wine. Me. Like, I I love the yeah. glance at his wine as if that's the problem. I just that's great, <laughs> yeah. I love that moment so much. That's all.
1: That is an underrated. There's a lot one, of it's... details like that. I underrated think underrated one, moment. Speaking of
0: moments with wine,
1: before we get into the final moment, um, I had, is I, I think had... that very few films get the effects of alcohol correct, like Ratatouille does in that scene where he's interrogating him, yeah. and everyone's like, "Well, why?" Kid? Like, well, he's drunk. Why didn't he just say everything? And be, <laughs> because what, it, I just I, I appreciate it for for not just being like wine is not a truth serum or anything it's just you yeah,
0: know what
2: I
1: mean I I really I mean, thought
0: that was you're not gonna smartly done. All of a sudden I think I think we all have the same favorite moment I assume yeah, but like it's, it's gotta, gotta be. be
2: may I may I break it down for yeah, go for it. I'll break start it I'll start and then you guys can say something so basically I have um so I'll do like a little breakdown of the of of of, of the scene. So the cooks at Gusto need to create the best meal for Anton Ego, um, and everyone leaves when they find out Remy and his clan of uh, about. They all find out about Remy and his clan of rats. So it's up to Remy to clan uh, Remy and the clan to get together and make the best meal. So they do it. The scene is so well done. All the rats cooking uh, under Remy's orders, and eventually Linguini and Colette find hope and join the rats. So Remy chooses a peasant dish to cook for Ego for some reason. Um, I always wonder if that, that Remy just knew about if I Ego may, if or I may he just,
1: just really quick. go ahead. I, I will um,
2: continue. Yeah.
1: Ego, When Ego comes into the restaurant, the waiter comes up, they're all nervous and he says, uh, what, what do you want for your meal? And he gets all like uppity and pretentious. And he's like, Oh, I'll take some perspective. What wine do you want with that? And all that. And then finally the waiter's like, Oh, and he like lunges at him and he's like, give him, make it, tell him to serve me what he dares. And it's just, yeah. <laughs> it's so intense, which, which, which contrast, which is,
2: uh, which with is what makes, follows. which is what makes the twist. So they serve right. ego and right. then the big twist, yeah. the best twist of the movie. Right. First. So, ego, yeah, so. Ego is transformed back into his childhood, eating his favorite dish. You can see his face as he feels the nostalgia, love, and happiness. The pen dropping in slow motion is flawless. Yeah. You can feel yeah. his sigh of release and joy in his smile. No one expects this to happen, which is why it's such a great twist. So he loves the meal so much that he wants to compliment the chef. Eventually, Ego learns about the rats and the cooking, and he writes his review. And his review is narrated by Ego himself while we see Colette, Linguini, and Remy and other rats moving on with their lives. And what he writes in his review is beautiful and, and the ending of the film is what completes this movie like no other. It's um, The movie ends with Gusto's closing, which, mm-hmm. I mean, it has to because of the health inspector and, you know, all that stuff. And um, Ego getting let go and losing all his credibility as a food critic. And eventually a little French cafe bistro opens up right next to where Gusto's used to be. And... Its chef is Rummy. He achieves his dreams. Linguini is the main waiter, and their most frequent guest is Ego. Uh, their most frequent guest is Ego, um, who gets uh, the ratatouille every single time. And he seems to have was...
1: received a facelift at that point.
2: Yeah. Yeah. and the yeah. scene pans True. out and closes off with the name of the restaurant, La Ratatouille, looking out into Paris. And in my yeah. opinion, it's one of the best endings to a movie ever. Didn't, I love didn't it.
0: Didn't they mention that Ego was an investor?
2: Yes, yes a he's a business, business. He's become investor. a very a so small my, Yeah, I just I went through it really really fast, but like I yeah, wanted yeah. to just get so everything. So for me, out of the it's way. a lot.
0: It's a lot less broad. It's more
1: of a very specific point in that whole uh, uh, sequence where to he, me, I kind of I kind of had a meta experience uh, watching it where he picks up. So so you they serve him the ratatouille, right? They bring it out. The waiter brings it out. Um, well, Linguini himself is the waiter. Uh, he brings it out and he puts it down. And you see, he picks up his pen, clicks it on the table, places it against the paper, then picks up the fork. And there was something about that uh, that 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 moment uh, that they were showing about how the way a critic uh, approaches—if we're going to take it out of food—a way a critic approaches art is he comes in not to just enjoy it and, and just have fun with it or just appreciate it or just like it. He comes in with with his pen against the paper, ready to judge it, ready to not not in any form of anything. And then he he picks it up, and then he picks up the fork, and he takes a bite, transforms him back to his childhood, reminds him of of why he why he loves what he loves so much, and why he went into it. And he drops the pen. That's not what matters anymore. And he just gobbles up all the food. And I kind of I, I, I was I honestly was like kind of like lost it at that moment. It was so so like it hit me. Uh, but I kind of had a med experience with the movie in that sense where I was like, I know I'm doing the podcast, I'm gonna watch at I picked up my phone and opened the notes and I was like, I'm gonna write notes while I watch it. Like like he was doing, he put down he picked, he put put the pen to paper before he started, and then the movie started, and I was like, I was just like just kind of lying back with like this big smile on my face, and I put my phone down and I, I did write some notes and things I want to bring up, but it was more just just enjoying it as as the child, like I was when I first saw it. it, was, it Can was I really mention
2: amazing. something? I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna also mention so I participated in a Pixar trivia match that one of my friends wrote. We do a lot of trivia, and I took notes for every single Pixar movie, hmm. even Ratatouille. But I for each movie, I had like 10 plus bullet points. For Ratatouille, I had three, and that's it. I stopped taking <laughs> notes after 15 minutes, I just watched what, what, what the movie was the good was Ratatouille
1: so, question from that? Um, I feel like it was a while ago,
2: yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm fine. gonna have to get back to you on that because
1: I don't remember. <laughs> Ethan, what are your uh, thoughts on the final sequence? No, I mean if, if, that, is, is your, I, if that is your favorite moment.
0: No, it's definitely it's definitely my favorite moment. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of moments that we haven't talked about. Like you know, just shut so up many. and eat your garbage is a great line. Like there's so many. There's just <laughs> so oh, a
1: lot, wait. A lot of, oh my goodness! I have to bring up possibly not more than that because that moment really. Uh, but but there's a moment where. He says, "Good." He brings. Okay, so it's right when he when when Skinner sees the shadow or the silhouette of Remy in his togue, right? And he brings Remy outside, and then he goes back inside, and Skinner's like, "Ooh, got your togue, right?" Because he thought he was gonna catch him, and he he drops Remy outside uh, on the on the little napkin that's shaped like a that that that, that looks like a picnic table with a uh,
2: oh yes with you the grapes. I sent I
1: sent this to Sophie when I was watching, it. and for some reason, it, the the detail of this was just I remember this for always this is one of my favorite things
2: he's he, just laying he takes there. a
1: grape he, he he eats half the grape and then it, what's left since he's a small rat is like a is like a wine glass and he, he sips it and like he juice. squeezes it out and then he and then he eats the rest of the grape and throws away the stem and i don't know i love and that he moment. looks
2: so happy that's a great like moment laying down he's just content with lying back
1: and... with yeah like oh, oh
2: it's other
0: great. other um other minor moment i love when she's describing uh the sound that bread that fresh bread makes yeah
2: symphony of crackle just a, a symphony <laughs> of crackle They're really
0: good <laughs> i love that i love that so much yes. so yes. that's that's just there, there's a lot of really, really solid moments
1: that sounds this way i mean i like, love I, it
2: i think you're the a part comment- of us
1: now we we, <laughs> we.
0: wait we. i think the commentary on just critics in general is interesting i mean all of us are you know have like a letterboxed following and Mm -hmm. like we're like we're not professional critics but I think there's something where you know there's a there's an urge amongst that community to be critical and to like right right and to like you know try 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 to like take yourself out of it and like observe something and Mm -hmm. you know I I'm someone that I'm someone that just on letterboxed it's partially just because I know the movies that I'm probably going to like. And so I seek those out, but I have a really high rating skew. Like I just give a lot of positive reviews.
1: It's always bizarre to me when people are so skewed to the lower end,
0: but yeah, no, it's true. It's true. But, but I mean, I think, I think there's a lot of commentary on like, I mean, I mean, there's that, there's that line that you quoted on our bottle land podcast is about how we thrive off negative criticism of, of of like, which is fun to read and write,
1: but the truth, but the truth of the matter is, or I forgot the exact quote that the, the average piece of junk is worth more than our criticism designating itself.
0: Yes, exactly. Exactly. It's
1: it's so good.
0: So, so it's, so it's like, for me, like, you know, I've, I, I'm trying, I'm trying to be more critical you know of like the movies i'm watching but then i'm like yeah if i'm enjoying something i should just enjoy it and i should just mm-hmm. like praise it because i love it and like absolutely yeah things, it's
1: a very complicated balance all these things people it
0: put is. all these things people put effort into i mean that that's the other thing that i've i've realized more recently is that like even bad movies most of them they're trying to be good
1: and most okay of them so i just saw the
0: new tom and jerry and I would, love I would like
1: to present a, an argument with you there
0: <laughs> okay, so 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 I will I will present uh, true. I mean fair. I will I will present a ca- counter argument though. Like I I remember I remember when um, Dax Shepard had the movie Chips that came out. Mm-hmm. A movie of mm-hmm. Chips, and it, like I never saw it. It just it got ch- not a fan. It got bad reviews, and mm-hmm. and it um, it flopped at the box office. And so I was just like, I'm not going to check this out. But what was what was really interesting to me is when I was listening to him on our podcast before it came out and he was very like, I really hope this does well so we can like make a franchise of this and like Mm. stuff because like I'm I'm really, really pulling for this movie. And I like I've I've like a lot of faith in it and it it sort of opened my eyes to the fact that like even movies that are designated bad, like they just have a lot of a lot of heart and like someone put behind them for sure. And any movie, no matter how bad it is, like it, it just takes, it just takes someone like a lot of effort to make. And that, that I really think no matter how bad it is, a bit
1: of an overstatement, but generally, yes. No, I mean, because like, again, because again, 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 the Tom and Jerry movie,
0: <laughs> but I mean, the <laughs> no. room was hard to make and like Tom and Jerry was like hard. True. To make. True. True. It wasn't like, it I don't like know. It was, yeah. No, I mean, yeah,
2: it's, everything it's, requires, I think, effort. I think
1: it's important to notice that we're all speaking as uh pseudo critics, if you will. But that, that yeah. to notice to note that criticism does have a place in the arts. Mm-hmm. We're we're speaking as balancing as as these as as trying to sort of as a pseudo-critic uh balance these the appreciation and enjoyment of it with the criticism of it, but not not to overstress uh the point and and, and recognize that that there is not no place for for a critic in the arts and that but criticism can itself be an art, it's as you true. see from the end of with that with that review is it's it's amazing
0: i think that sometimes i mean i mean like you brought up a good point about like the pen him writing something down before Mm -hmm. the meal gets to him and it's like you have to really immerse yourself in the art and just allow yourself to be open to like what that person's trying to present before you make up your opinion and and say what you want to say about Mm-hmm. About that, and it's also
1: art. it's also interesting to know that the thing that the, the 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 choice the movie makes to to show it with is a very simple dish, something mm-hmm. that's that's decidedly uncomplex, mm-hmm. um, that you can either connect to or not, and and but you have to go in open minded in order to say like it, you see it and it's like oh I don't know, but if you go in with an open mind, then you there's there's the potential
0: to truly enjoy it. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Sophie,
2: I was gonna say. Um... I am one of the most easily entertained people of all time. I, I rarely ever get bored. So with movies, I always find, as bad as some are, mm-hmm. I always find some level of entertainment and enjoyment for them. Like I, I mean, if I can once I w- again
1: implore you to watch Tom and Jerry and reconsider your
2: position, <laughs> I probably will. Hey, okay, I will probably <laughs> enjoy it. Um, there are some movies I have rated like a half star, and I've still enjoyed what it was. Like okay. Clara, I'm sorry if you're listening. Uh Breaking Dawn, part one and two. <laughs> I gave them both half stars. I still enjoy <laughs> the shit out of them. There are some people on Letterboxd, I'm not gonna name names, <laughs> but there's so many people, a lot of them teenagers, that just hate movies for the yeah. for the for the I guess for just the fun of hating movies. And I don't understand that. They're like, yeah, I hate, this. I hate everything about this. And I'm like, why? There's so much effort that went into this movie. There's some level of enjoyment. You had to go through this. I feel like it's it's like a new fad that people are going like, through now, and I don't know. Not to bring up
1: my hate of of um my dislike, if you will, because we're on a we're going to Hate It is a strong hateful. word. Hate, hate is a it's strong
2: a word, and they word take it and they the take MCU. it lightly. Uh,
1: not to bring up well, my okay. my bad again, but but to be fair, I haven't watched anything MCU related in a very long time because I have no interest in watching something I hate. You have that's okay. you have a lot of you have a lot of people who who like like ego says they thrive on it, and that's uh the. I'm trying not to name names uh so yeah but there was someone who so, recently yeah. who who deleted their account because they were just always calling everything overrated and then everyone was like okay and then that was it you know
0: No and I think and I think the same thing is true for like I mean I mean so often like there's there's movies that are considered lowbrow and there's movies like you know right and you instance, go in knowing what it is and, and the, but there's but but there's something inherently a little condescending about oh this movie's knows exactly what it is, you know. Like I there's disagree. something. A- I think there's something a little condescending about that because I
1: disagree entirely.
0: Okay, let me just make my point, and then I want to yeah. throw back to you. But I, 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 I think, I think that something can, something can be lowbrow and still be a great movie. And for me, like I rate things mostly on my enjoyment of them.
2: And right. if I, okay, so I messed what
0: you are saying. I like, I
1: disagree to be fair. And,
0: and, and like, I can enjoy something in different ways. I mean, for instance, like, I rated Barb and Star a four and a half.
2: Hell I yeah.
0: Write, I rated Tarkovsky's Stalker like a four. Like, Uh-oh. Tarkovsky's Stalker Uh-oh. has more Uh-oh. subtext. Austin's and gonna come
2: for you, man. Austin's, Austin's gonna, gonna come, gonna come, come for you. I don't you, care. man. Are
0: we gonna use the Stalker right now? My point, my point is like my point is like Stalker is like more subtext. It's more interesting to me, but like to me, I thought Barb and Star worked really well, and so I think I think there's this I think thing, that there's a thing about to that This
1: is a very important point that I want to bring up. That people like to gatekeep fun. I actually had fun watching Stalker. I enjoy getting philosophical, and yeah. I found the experience to be enormously fun. I have fun watching Kaufman, as depressing as it gets, um, yeah, for and sure. all that. Uh, yeah, I think that that a lot of people have fun uh, watching like i also have fun watching 21 jump street or pop star never stop never stopping it's different kind of fun but it's i find them both experiences to be to be enormously fun um about what you were saying about knowing what it is i think to say something knows what it is and then rate it only up to a three because it's low brow i think that that is that is a negative i think that's self-awareness so yeah. yeah so i understood that's what you were saying when you continued which is why i probably shouldn't have interrupted you but uh but I think self awareness and recognizing self awareness uh, is, is a very big deal if, if you're willing to not rate movies on a more saying that this is a five and this is what a five means. And if a movie's as good as this, if a movie is fully what it wants to be, or a ratatouille as a dish is what it wants to be, uh, and it means something for you. Then that is that gets full marks, quote unquote. That's
2: when the nostalgic factor the comes point. into play because right. for ego.
1: And that gets into for the whole him, it was all the nostalgic. The positive effect on on art or I not. think
2: so. When ego eats the ratatouille, he there's an effect on him because of what um, he experienced as a child. But then right after he eats it, we see Skinner eat it, and he grabs the tablecloth oh, and I, goes, I, "Yes, that can't be." Yeah, and then I he goes, "Who so he cooked great. the ratatouille? I demand to know." <laughs> He takes right. up his glasses and then put in the closet. because <laughs> thought right. that was very it does, interesting. It shows it very the talent. Much, yeah. How good Remy is as a chef, no matter if it plays into a nostalgic factor, it's a right, good dish right. no I matter
1: we what. See, we see ego's personal connection to it. But if you're going to take uh, a movie that is or, – or, or, or just keep transiting it back to movies because it's so easy. But you take a dish that connects to someone's childhood. That doesn't mean that the simplicity of it is only – it's only great because it was personal. Uh, it it can be interpreted or, or or good or mean a lot to to pe- many different people in many different ways. If it's, it, it its simplicity can be can be personal. That we see him, that it's nostalgia to when he had a hard day and he came home and his mother made him ratatouille. Um, to to Skinner, it's just we don't see what it is necessarily, but to him, uh, it's just it's just just simple beauty, a simple right,
0: just an incredibly simple.
2: Tasty. I love that you you said that so yeah. well. I love that. Very good. Thank you. Um, You're welcome.
0: Well, any other thoughts on
1: this movie? Um, billions, but not, none of that are coming to mind at the moment.
2: Yeah, we we said a lot. We, we, said a lot. Talked we, really, about we
0: really went through it.
2: Stormwater drainage and sewers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so dead at that. that. <laughs>
0: I'm going to have to listen back tomorrow and see how, yeah. see how on point that is. If any of it's keepable. <laughs> um, it was a it's an interesting conversation sometime we'll have to do just like a full city planning podcast and <laughs> I,
2: uh, I i would love to be on, so on to i mean i have a lot of on all
0: the intricacies are, of roads are there any interesting movies about city planning probably not i'm gonna say this
1: playtime count oh
0: hmm. playtime does kind of count Kind of. I
2: mean, you would just watch Parks and Rec. That's all about <laughs> Parks and Rec. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Parks and is
0: definitely about cities. Um,
2: I'm trying to think of a movie that actually involves like constructing stuff around cities, but that's not. I can't really think of anything right now off the top of my head.
0: I mean, well, in Pieces of a Woman, like her boyfriend's building a bridge.
2: Oh, I haven't seen that yet.
0: <laughs> it's only really about city planning. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: building a bridge okay
0: he's like a construction worker oh well um (laughs) anyway (laughs) oh it's we don't we didn't have
2: to get back into it i'm (laughs) sorry i mentioned it we will how do we end this can we do a quote you you know okay i did i
1: did promise an mcu quote after all wait, that. Wait, wait, what are wait, your thoughts Ethan, on what are see.
0: your thoughts on malls and how they how they're incorporated into like da- like like mass developments and how they're like incorporated into like downtown areas
2: <laughs> how <is this> happening? <laughs> you know this is really interesting you brought this up because they were a huge thing in the 80s when they spiraled all over suburban america but now they're in the downtown area yeah indoor so malls you don't really see them you're right you're right you, you see really downtown see malls this is my point yeah i love that i think they're awesome
0: you think they that work well parking
2: sucks parking sucks because it's so expensive if it's in the garage or on the street parking, they want money and that's how they get it is that they make you pay for parking.
0: But isn't isn't it great that there's a movement towards like pedestrian only streets and like pedestrian yes, only areas? I love
2: that. I think that's really great, especially with <laughs> high density. What's oh my happen? God, I'm so sorry, Siegel. <laughs> You're taking <laughs> off your <laughs> We need to stop. We're, we're going to oh have to move on. I'm of... so dead. I'm talking about city planning. I will literally sit down for an hour and talk about like city planning, transportation, anything.
0: So exciting. Because, I mean,
2: that's we do, so we could do that. We'll plan it, though. We'll plan it.
0: <laughs> Siegel. He is um, so done with
2: us. What, is,
0: what is your uh, quote to wrap things up here?
2: All right, so this is a quote from the movie Ratatouille, and it's a conversation. It's actually a scene. Uh, right, bef- uh, It's uh, right in between. Um, it's the special order scene, and I wanted to reenact it with the uh, voices and stuff. Yes, is that okay?
0: that's great. So booboo the waiter booboo.
2: barges in, and he goes, and I quote, Someone has asked what is new. New? What should I tell him? What did you tell him? I told them I would ask what is all this blabbering about someone has asked what is new new what should i tell them what did you tell them i told them i would ask <laughs> that, was
0: that was a great friend that was a great really So that's, that's, why, so that's great. my thing i think
2: that's one of the best uh conversations of okay it just radiates chaotic energy and i love it so i wanted to that's do it
1: very chaotic i love i thought okay, you could yes. only do colette but i was wrong you can dude do all I, I,
2: I i didn't know i could do that but i think it's a great scene and i guess i me and my sister quote that scene all the <laughs> time to each other so i had to do all the voices and it was pretty hard because they're all male voices <laughs> they all sound mm-hmm. the same no you did great you did great
0: <laughs> that was really solid Siegel,
2: what's Thank your quote you.
1: <laughs> my quote is from uh iron man 3 i don't know if there's a
0: is it when Nothing Iron Man says when- I don't want to be in the MCU anymore Because it's just a massive cash grab yeah. And I don't like Bob Iger, is it that?
1: <laughs> my main my main take on Thanos is I was rooting for him Just because I hope they would all perish But my quote uh, from, from Iron Man 3 Is that when, what's the guy's name, the villain in that movie? The Mandarin Sorry, I'm butchering this The Mandarin, I was going to say the Mandalorian And I was like, that's not it Oh my um, god <laughs> So the management he gives his address right. He, so there's a bunch of reporters outside his uh, secret house or whatever his big house. I don't remember exactly. Yeah. Um, and he gives his address. And one of the reporters asks him. He's like, "Do you, uh do you mean that?" He's like, "I said it, didn't I?" Uh, I forgot exactly, but but the line is, "I said it, didn't I?" I mean, oh, can I quote you on that? And he says, he says, "I said it, didn't I?" I think that that's such a. It, besides, we're being. I, I often use that to, to like people are like, "What do, can I quote you?" Like, either say what you mean or don't say it. I find that to be such a. Uh, interesting uh strong principle to live by interesting from wisdom from the mcu i, I hope so.
0: you i hope you know you're being recorded right now so i don't want yes to be, yes i like, am please let me I'm know aware. if i should <laughs> redact you know you know what is. you know it is ironic last podcast you did ask me to take something out
1: did i oh i did you're right I <laughs> i'm not did. gonna say I what it, it is i'm just so gonna i'm, to just, gonna, I'm
0: just gonna call you out for that <laughs>
2: i'm gonna ask after we record what it was It so wasn't even anything i said
1: I it was something continue. you said
0: no but you i
1: think i brought it oh, up you all said it i think, so I, think I know it <laughs> i'm not gonna say it but i think okay. i know
2: what you're talking about okay, okay. okay. this was this, this yeah.
0: was really fun you guys i texted it after i was like you
1: have to take that part out
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah 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 right. okay Th- this is no, really oh fun God, you guys Ethan, Ethan, awesome, thank you yeah. so much for having us back on. This is so fun. So Anytime. chaotic, but so fun. So chaotic. A lot you guys.
0: Always, always chaotic. Always a great time. <laughs> always a fun
2: time. Thanks, Ethan.
0: <laughs> thank you for listening to another episode of Cinefleck, and I will see you next week.